What's up, guys? Welcome to the podcast. It's episode seven. It's your boy Antoine Cannon with the Virtual Host Seven Podcast. Today, I got an amazing episode. We're going to be talking about lead generation, lead generation in twenty twenty four. What is going on? Why do we see such a dip and decline in quality leads coming across your desk, whether it's through paid marketing, outbound marketing? It doesn't matter. Remember, I own a virtual assistant company, so I'm able to see, you know, exactly what's going on. <coughs> but let me to tell you, it's a very huge issue and, what's, um, and, and what you can do about it to prepare for in the future. But, you know, my biggest thing in doing this podcast is to educate people what they're getting themselves into so they can be more realistic so that way they can set goals and uh, try to accomplish their goals. If you're not subscribed to our podcast, head over to CEO929.com, click on the podcast link, and subscribe to the podcast. We're on every major platform. We will be on, on Apple uh, Podcast platform by the end of the week. They have to send over a few extra documents. But other than that, we're on every other platform. Um, and like I said, if you feel like this podcast is value, share this podcast. Also, if you're new or if you're experienced, you're looking to hire a VA, head over to my website, co929.com, and book a call with us so we can talk to you about hiring a VA. Now, when it comes to lead generation, lead generation is one of the most single-handed important things that any entrepreneur could be doing in their business, right? And up until COVID, you know, generating leads was a very, I'm not going to say uh, undertaking or hard thing to do, but it was a very flexible thing to do because you had so many ways to get leads, so many different types of sellers you can uh, talk to. Um, but a lot of that dried up, right? And the reason why I dried up uh, is because of COVID, right? Um, and the backing of the federal government. The federal government stepped in and they honestly, they, they did what they supposed to do, which was preserve and save our economy. But at the end of the day, that kind of helped, that kind of hurt um, people like us who make their living off of uh, people going through foreclosure and not paying their mortgages. The best deals I've done were people that had some type of pain point with them. I, I can count on my hands how many times somebody just, just randomly said, yes, I want to sell my house for 50 cents on the dollar, but they didn't have no underlying issues, right? That's very far through. And if they did want to sell, they wanted close to retail. It wasn't realistic. Um, and uh, it was just hard to come into terms with them, which is perfectly okay. So the one of the biggest things I want to encourage you guys is don't get discouraged by the quality of the leads you're getting or where people at right to the middle when you speak to them. Sometimes you may talk to a person and they may say, yes, I'm open to selling, but they might not be as motivated to sell. They just want to hear what you got to say and what you can offer. But don't let that fool you. At the end of the day, everybody in America at some point would be a motivated seller. They're going to go through some type of financial hardship. They're going to lose their job. They're going to get sick. They're going to catch cancer. They're going to go through like a midlife crisis, um, they, they're going to get into a bad car accident. Like, stuff will happen to people in some normal, you know, everyday process of life. So as a, a, a company and a marketer, you the only way to know these things is to be consistent in your marketing strategies. So if you're running Facebook pay ads, don't just run for two weeks and say, hey, it doesn't work because the leads you got in a few hundred dollars or a thousand dollars you spent didn't convert just right at that moment, right? We're still converting leads from eight months ago, six months ago, and it's all about building your pipeline, 
right? Now, at the beginning, some people may get bad numbers. Some people may get people I don't know who called, who gave you my information. You want to get that. That's Facebook. Now, when you take it offline, you're going to get similar results with who gave you my number? I mean, who told you I was interested in selling? Who even gave you this conversation that I want to sell my house? So it's the same roadblocks. It's just different um, avenues to get to the roadblocks. So what I tell people is, don't get discouraged. Just stay consistent. Know how to build rapport with people and know how to follow up. Now, like I said, the Federal Reserve, um, they made a huge impact, right? They created these, uh, um, these moratoriums where they basically said, uh, finance companies, you're not allowed to foreclose. Um, cities and state, you're not allowed to evict uh, tenants. And how they did it was they threw money to say, which, hey, we're going to uh, give grants and special funding to landlords to be able to be compensated for non-payment rents. A finance company, you're not going to uh, ruin people's credit or report these late payments. You're going to give them a forbearance, and we're going to incentivize you to do that, right? So the biggest thing was they kind of stalled the situation. So if you ever look at like a, a, a rip current or, or tidal wave or something, like it's a ripple effect. So when you do one thing, it literally goes that direction and everything else pursues and following. So we're still riding that tidal wave from when people um from when people literally say, Hey, uh, I'm not selling my house right now because the bank gave deferred my payments for eight months. I'm not wanting to sell my house right now because um I'm currently collecting unemployment. And I have no reason to sell because no one's going to evict me or put me out or whatever the case may be. So it's still shockwaves from that. And that might be up until 2025, 2026, honestly, where, uh, you know, people uh, were going to start seeing more foreclosures. But unfortunately, it's 2024, which is an election year. And honestly, I don't see no politicians, no governments, and no people like that who want to stay in office that's going to allow something like this to happen they watch where they're going to allow it, uh, this massive wave of uh, evictions, this massive wave of foreclosures. They're just going to keep kicking the can down the road. One of the ways they did it, guys, was they uh, increased um, interest rates, right? What does interest rate do? It slowed down a lot of things. So when you want to stimulate the economy, you either cut interest rates or you increase interest rates. You cut interest rate when you want to promote spending in a marketplace. You increase interest rate when you want to tighten up spending and you want to tighten up the economy. So, you know, the feds, they kind of raised the interest rate to the point where they tighten up the economy and they're trying to uh, avoid um, letting the dominoes fall and the economy will correct itself. Naturally, I'm a type of person... Let it happen. People can't afford to pay their bills. Let them get foreclosed on. An investor's going to come in. They're going to fix the house up and sell it. It's good for the market. Free market is definitely great. But the issue is when you got the government trying to dictate and control things, it stops uh, free market. What does this have to do with a typical wholesaler? It has a lot to do with you because free when you um, when you're constraining a free market, you slow down people's deal flow, right? The typical seller you're talking to that got a month to sell their house or the bank will come take it, they don't want to talk to you right now. They're like, listen, the bank said they're not going to touch me. They deferred my payments for another 12 months. I'm not selling my house right now. For what reason? 
where I can live rent free for 12 months. You think I'm gonna sell my house to you and then go out and get an apartment and then get evicted? No. So that's one of the biggest things that I see that a lot of hotels struggling with. They don't understand a bigger picture of what's going on right now. Right? So what could you do to get more quality leads? Be more physical in your business, be more present in your business, right? Maybe virtually drive for dollars, maybe physically drive for dollars, maybe uh, be vocal on Facebook and ask people, do they know anybody who may be in a situation where they need to sell, right? It's called guerrilla marketing. Give more books on the ground, right? Door knock. If you see a person that keep getting, uh, um, um, you know, uh, uh, stuffed out against them in the court, liens and stuff attached to the house, go door knock, right? If you can't door knock and you virtually hold something, it's okay. Go call them. Text them. Now, texting messages is getting a little harder because of the regulations that happened in September. But text messages, um, you can still, you can still, uh, you can still literally get leads and make deals. It's just you got to do it in a more compliant way. It's going to cost you a little bit more money. The software is going to be a little more complicated, and you can't do it in bulk and do it sloppy. So that's the difference between text messages now and text messages a year ago. Anybody can just send a campaign. They can be blind. They can send a campaign to a bunch of wrong numbers and no one slaps them on the hand. Now it's like, listen, you have to have the right phone numbers. You can't have um, bounce rates and all these different things. Like text messages and new email. Like when emails first open up, you can email anybody under the planet sun and it will go through. Now they got uh, filters and different uh, compliance measures and all this stuff to make sure you're not spamming people. It's the same thing with the text message marketing. So as a marketer, because you are a marketer, whether you're a virtual wholesaler, fix and flipper, whatever, you are a marketer. As a marketer, um, you just want to make certain that um, you understand what's going on and you're keeping a pulse on the streets. You can't just throw some money into this and say, hey, this isn't working because I'm not getting the leads I used to get a year ago or you know, people don't seem motivated. Or Listen, stick with it. Right? Stick with it. I guarantee you, if you follow up with a person for 12 months from now, eventually you're going to get, like, if you got 50 people that show interest in selling, and everybody said, no, not right now, I guarantee you a 12-month time period, at least five people are going to raise their hand and say, yes, I'm ready to sell right now. The problem is most people don't want to do the work. Right? Most people look at real estate because they see someone on YouTube waving a $40,000 check. And they think that's what the end result's going to be. Now, I understand that there's going to be a lot of failure. That's going to be a lot of hard work that goes involved in running a real estate operation. And uh, once you understand that, you set more realistic expectations, you'll understand and know that this is a long-term game I'm playing with myself. Like I said, um, you know, the REOs on real estate own, the bank's not really foreclosing on as much stuff. Just because the government has slowed things down. And then most importantly, a lot of companies, they don't want to have a lot of bad debt on their books. So they're writing it where they put it, the loans on forbiddance, they put the payments on the back of the loan so it can appear that they have good uh, good um, deals on their books and all this type of stuff. So if you're going to get a lot of people playing uh, magic, I call it uh, entrepreneurial magic. But like I said, the lack of foreclosures is really what's driving the downturn in a uh, uh, wholesaler market. Um, and then uh, the city and the counties, you know, they kind of probably backed up with a lot of the cases and stuff. They got two, three years worth of cases. 
So at the end of the day, um, you're going to get a lot of people uh, that should have been foreclosed on eight months ago, 12 months ago. But unfortunately, the county and the city haven't gotten around to them. Um, and that's one of the biggest things that I want to explain to you guys. Be patient. Work on your marketing. Make sure you have one or two strategies. Uh, and don't give up on cold calling. You know, cold calling is a great way. And I, and I honestly think Facebook ads, Bing ads, I think all that's a great way. But I think that you got to be willing to spend that money. You know, if you want to get a quality deal, you got to be willing to spend two to $7,000 um, worth of ad spend to get leads and contracts in the pipeline to get a closed deal. Because there's a difference between a signed contract and a closed deal. There's a lot of verbals that go into um, getting a deal across the finish line. Uh, maybe I'll do another podcast talking about the nuances of deals and what to prepare for and how to deal with your title companies and all that stuff. But today I just really want to touch on this whole lead thing because people don't understand that you got to look at things from a 40,000 foot view. You can't just be looking at it from across the building or the rooftop. You got to really look high and say, hey, why is my business not getting the traction that I feel it should get? I got cold callers. I got text messages. I'm doing this. I'm running ads. But I'm not seeing results right now. That's because you're trying to build your business to work today. You know, the money you make today was the work you did two, three months ago. And I think that's one of the biggest things we as entrepreneurs don't understand is you have to build a predictable business, which ultimately means it's a predictable pipeline of people that may be interested in doing business with you or working with you. So if you're not consistently calling, following up, pulling leads, and just staying consistent and your team not being consistent, you're not going to do deals. I'm sorry. And if you don't want to do the amount of work that it's going to take you to get the deals done, just hang it up, right? And quality leads are coming far and few, right? You can probably produce five to ten leads a day three years ago. You'd be lucky to produce one to three quality leads. That's because people understand that they don't have to sell just yet right now. And then the thought of them trying to go find another house and apartment don't make sense, you know? Residential rent up like 30%. The average rent in America is like 1800 bucks a month. So if I got a mortgage that I had since probably 20, 2003, four, and I'm paying $900 to $1,300 a month, why would I go get a mortgage at 7%, 6%, and I could be paying $2,500 a month? That don't make sense. So once you understand this in marketing, like I said, you're going to be way more strategic. You're going to be way more direct with your marketing. And you're going to be way more hands-on. And, and, you know, a lot of people, they watch my videos on my channel, and they get this assumption that they don't have to do nothing. I'm here to tell you that you have to be your hands-on in your business. You have to be very attentive. You have to pay attention to what's going on. Not just the numbers, because the numbers tell a part of the story. The KPIs tell a part of the story. But you got to understand that, because you didn't do deals this month with them numbers or the money you spent this month, guess what? You may recoup that money you spent here in February and September. You may get three deals in September that came from your marketing efforts in February. So you, you got to look at a long-term approach when you're trying to build and grow a business. So if you need help with doing this type of stuff, I do this all day, night in my sleep. I work with so many clients. We help so many people from so many different industries. Um, Set up ads, set up campaigns, set up VAs. It's 
I love it. It's actually a passion project of mine. Head over to my website, CEO929.com. Get yourself on my calendar to speak to someone from my team, whether it's myself or someone else. And we'll talk to you about your options to figure out what we can do to help you. Like I said, if you're enjoying this podcast, do me a favor. Click the subscribe, like, share this podcast. And if you're listening to it on any podcast platform, do me a favor. Leave me a five-star review. That's all I ask for. Leave me a five-star review. And then turn around and tag me on Instagram, XCO929. And I'm going to send you something really special and amazing. It's going to be amazing February for you. Here's some tips for February that you can do to be effective. Follow up. <laughs> Go take your list that you push to the side because you bought a new list because everybody think that if I keep buying more lists, I'll be successful. Well, take your oldest list and follow up. Touch bases. Change out your phone numbers frequently, right? Get registered. Get your business compliant. List your business on 411. Get registered. So that way your business can show up when people call ID. So you don't go to people's spam. A lot of the phone courier companies, they're sending your phone numbers and your text messages straight to uh, people's spam box and voicemail. So make sure that you're compliant um, when it comes to your business and uh, A2P registration, a 10-4-DL, whatever that registration is. Make sure that you are registered and compliant. If you're not, reach out to us. We'll help you. We're going to help a lot of people get A2P compliant so they can stop text messages, they can cold call in peace. Um, other than that, I appreciate you. I got way more content coming for the real estate people. And if you want to consistently generate leads, you have to be consistent calling people and follow up with people. That's the secret sauce. No software, no training, no mentorship. You have to be consistent and the fundamentals if you really want to be successful in what you do. It's your boy, Antoine Campbell. Thank you for listening to the podcast, um, and i catch you on the next episode. This is episode seven on the Virtual Host Podcast with Antoine Campbell. See you on the next one. Appreciate you.